1,000 reasons. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our first ever no uh, song spin soundtrack battle episode. Okay, so we are going to take a break, a one episode break from doing the song battles. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, song battle number, gosh, 43. Okay, so we're going to end up putting uh, <laughs> two spots in front of our song battles. Uh, we'll be doing episode 45 tomorrow. That'll be episode, that'll be song battle 43. I'm going to have to uh, refigure how to do this. But it, I, I mean, if you're not confused, I'm not confused. Thing is, I'm confused. Uh, but anyway, we are going to uh, play some songs today. We're going to spin some songs. And uh, I got permission to do all these songs. Thank you very much. And, uh, and then we were going to pit two soundtracks again one another we're going to start the very first song soundtrack battle is going to be between honeymoon in vegas and wayne's world both from the year 1992 all right so uh i i, I think uh, i'm gonna try to pick song battles or uh, soundtrack battles that are either from the same year or uh, they need to, you know, they need to have something really like in common. I, I don't, I don't want to do any like I don't. I'm not gonna let Randy Jenner, you know, pick our our soundtrack battles. Okay, the songs that we're gonna spin for you today are "Sign Child" by Rosetta Stone, "Good Harbor" by The Middle Birds, "Love Bite" by Snow Child, "Cynthia" by Reckless Ways, and a brand new song that you haven't heard before unless uh, you live in uh, Austin, Texas, uh, is "It's No Wonder" "Cyborg Drive" by Eric C. Powell. Uh, and Andrea Powell, okay, uh, that's a that's a real treat. We're gonna get to that one, and I'll introduce introduce it and explain uh, that later, okay. But uh, first thing we are going to do, well, let me uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, we have continued to add people. Uh, we we are adding countries. Uh, gosh, I, every time I go in there, United Arab Emirates is listening. You know, there someone over in Dubai. Okay, if you're a a rich uh, and I don't want to stereotype anyone in Dubai, you know, and say everyone over there is rich, uh, but I'm pretty sure that, um, you know, whoever's listening over there is probably loaded. So, uh, you know, you know, kick us down a few, uh, what do you, what do you got over there? What kind of coins you got over there? What's your, what's your currency? Whatever it is, kick it, kick, kick some of it our way, you know? Um, no, I, I don't, I don't want your money. I just want you, uh, I just want you to listen and I want you to follow. And I want you to rate it five stars. See, I got my five stars uh, voice back. I'm still not going to do a Pee Wee Herman episode uh, impression um, because, uh, yeah, I'll probably pass out. Uh, and uh, if you know anybody who likes who likes music, you know, let them let them in on the secret. Okay, what are you holding? You know, I know it's edgy and hip to be like the only person to listen to this show that you know of, and that you know it's like your thing. Um, but, uh, you know, that's kind of mean, it's kind of, uh, selfish really of you to not, uh, let people know we're here. All right. Uh, top1000radio.blogspot.com. That's where you'll find the lists. That's where you could catch me in some lies and some really embarrassing mistakes. I keep catching myself, so I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Um, but you guys can catch me, and you can uh, you know, you can call me out in public. You can cancel me, deplatform me over it. Okay, like I'll give you an example. Okay, I will cop to this. You know how I put Firehouse 
uh, Don't Treat Me Bad on the Challenger list the other day. It's on the list already. Yeah, it, it was you know, somewhere in the uh, close to the 180s, somewhere in there on the list. You know, I, I, I popped over to top1000.blogspot.com to check something, and just right there in the middle of the screen, it popped right, met me right in the eyes. <laughs> Look at this, dummy. Uh, so there's probably a lot more uh, embarrassing mistakes on there. So that being said, okay, let's get to our news and reviews. Uh, born this day on in 1951, Paul Ace Freely from American rock band Kiss was born. Kiss's 1976 U.S. Uh, number 11 album Rock and Roll spent over 26 weeks on the charts. And they had the 1987 hit, Crazy Crazy Nights. I like how the the website I got this from pulls Crazy Crazy Nights out. Kiss was known for a little bit more than that. Okay. Uh, 1959, Scottish singer, recording artist, and actress Sheena Easton, who had the 1980 uh, hit and 81 number one single, Morning Train, 9 to 5. Her other hits includes the Jane Bond theme, James Bond theme for your eyes only. And also you got the look, which was on this list. And I think we kicked it off. Maybe we got it back on. I think that was one of our kicked from the curbs, but, um, and then she also did. We've got tonight with Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Um, and that was, a, I remember that. That was a big hit. 1976 on this day, uh, customs officers on a train at the Russian Polish border detained David Bowie. After Nazi books and mementos were found in his luggage, Bowie claimed that the material was being used for research on a movie project about Nazi propaganda leader jo- Joseph Paul Goebbels. Sure it was, David. Sure it was. You remember that song "China Girl," right? There's some uh, some pretty strong Nazi imagery in that song. So, yeah, research. Yeah, like Pete Townsend was researching. Uh, you know, the prawn, all right? 1985, today, this day, what, what is it, March 20th, or April 28th? USA for Africa started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. charts with We Are the World. The U.S. artist answered to Band-Aid. It had an all-star cast, including Stevie Wonder, Tina Turner, Bruce Springsteen, Diana Ross, Bob Dylan, Daryl Hall, Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Kim Carts, Ray Charles, Billy Joel, Paul Simon, Plus the composer of the track, composers of the track, Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. Okay. All right. Without further ado, let's get started with Sign Child by Rosetta's Tone.
Once again, that was Silent Child by Rosetta's Tone. Okay, let's get straight into our soundtrack battle. We are going to start with Honeymoon in Vegas. So the movie Honeymoon in Vegas starred uh, Nicolas Cage, Sarah Jessica Parker, and James Caan. And it was a story about a couple that goes to Vegas. Uh, Nicolas Cage and Sarah Jessica, what's her face? They go to uh, Vegas and they're there to get married because, you know, one of those things, oh, when we ever get married, let's get married now, you know, that kind of thing. And being the degenerate gambler that he is, uh, Nicolas Cage ends up losing her in a poker game and hilarity ensues, okay? And so there's lots of Elvis uh, references and um, and so the, the soundtrack is all Elvis songs, okay? And uh, covered by some pretty big names. Um, it's, I, I, it's funny because I remember uh, Nicolas Cage doing a um, like an interview where he they asked him if he was a big <clears throat> you know Elvis fan and he's like no nah, not really and then not too long after that movie I forget how long it was after that movie he he ended up marrying uh, Lisa Marie Presley so anyway he's he's got a weird uh, Elvis love hater I guess I don't know um, so. Well, I'm going to start with, so each song, ha, I'm going to do 13 songs. I think this, the Wayne's World soundtrack has um, has uh, 14. I left one of them off because I wanted it to be even. So I'm probably going to do that with all of them. I'll probably, you know, knock a couple of them off so that that'll be even uh, if possible. All right, so we're going to go some start with 13 and go down to one. So I'm going to take a break in between about halfway. We'll play another song. Uh, we're going to, next song, we're going to do Good Harbor by the Metal Birds. All right, at number 13, we had Billy Joel's version of Heartbreak Hotel. Um, his, he's he's on, he, actually, he's in the 13th and the 12th spot, okay? Heartbreak Hotel and All Shook Up. And he does very straightforward versions of the song. They're almost like uh, exact arrangements, everything, uh, trying to be like Elvis. And it doesn't really work although listening to it more recently i liked it a lot more than i did back in the 90s uh i was surprised at how how much i did actually like even those two my my bottom two um but they were just a little too uh uh straightforward and billy joel obviously can't sing like elvis um he's competent obviously he can sing but he, you know, he doesn't have Elvis's mojo, so he probably shouldn't, you know, shouldn't go near those. But again, they weren't bad. They weren't as bad as I thought. At number eleven, Vince Gill with "That's All Right." And Vince Gill is one of the great guitar players of all time. I've never been a huge fan of his voice, although I, I, I recognize the guy can sing. He actually does a, it does have a fairly like pure voice, uh, but I just don't, I don't get any, you know. Uh, super enjoyment out of that, and so his his version of that's all right was just that was just all right, <laughs> okay. That he didn't he didn't wow us with any um, you know major guitar work or anything on that one. So, and then same thing with number ten, uh, Jeff Beck and Jed Lieber on Hound Dog. You know the late Jeff Beck who passed away a few months ago. Um, they just he just kind of sticks with the the melody of Hound Dog on the guitar and doesn't really give us any fireworks. I was kind of hoping for some, you know, from Jeff Beck who is de- was definitely capable of 
of pyrotechnics. Um, but doesn't really give it to us. I like that. I like the guitar tone on it. Um, you know, again, it's not a bad song. It's just, you know, eh. same thing with number nine, John Mellencamp. He now strays from the, the, he does jailhouse rock and he strays from the original and, and tries to put his own spin on it. And he was already in his, um, uh, paper and fire phase what was that man that album uh, lonesome jubilee he was he was in his lonesome jubilee phase and his his instrumentation was a little more uh folksy country oriented and he was going for that kind of and that for me that doesn't work really well with uh with jailhouse rock but the song did have some moments on it that were that were actually pretty good Okay. Um, same thing with Amy, Amy Grant. She does love me tender. You know, this was kind of the height of Amy Grant's, you know, uh, success back in her vavy vavy days as, as Rush Limbaugh used to call it. Um, it's kind of, you know, again, it's just okay. It's not, there's nothing, uh, you know, I was never a big Amy Grant fan. So, um, you know, her voice, I, I guess it was pretty good. Um, but, you know, I never, I never really, to, to, for the life of me, I never got why she was so popular, okay? Um, and then at number seven, we have Blue Hawaii, Willie Nelson. And I don't like the beginning of it, but it kicks in and it's it actually ends pretty well. The middle and the end are actually pretty good, okay? I don't, I never, I never have been a fan of Willie Nelson's voice really either. Um, there are a few songs, uh, the collaboration he did with, Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash and uh, I forget who else, the Outlaws. That, I like that. Uh, I can handle that. Um, but like I said, the the middle and end of, of this are pretty good instrumentally, and his voice doesn't take away from that. Okay. All right. We are going to uh, play Good Harbor by the Metal Birds, and we will be back with the second half of that uh, countdown. Here's Good Harbor. <laughs>
Okay, can you tell I like that song? I think I played it. This is the third or fourth time I played it. Okay, I really like it. All right, uh, number six. We're still on the Honeymoon in Vegas soundtrack. And number six, Wear My Ring Around Your Neck, Ricky Van Shelton. Not a big Ricky Van Shelton fan, but I like this version uh, of Wear My Ring Around Your Neck. It's got a lot of energy. I like the guitar in it. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's a good it's a good time, really. I mean, I, I don't remember that one standing out back in 92 when I first heard it. But this time, I think it's because I've made my peace with country music that uh that one that i enjoyed that one a little bit more same thing with number five you're the devil in disguise by trisha yearwood i never was a fan of hers i got sneeze oh gosh <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> holy cow that was a monster sneeze <laughs> okay uh and then uh even then even when i was in my country music is stupid and it's for rubes and people who believe in that professional wrestling is real um i'd still like the number four burning love by travis tritt that is a party right there okay that is a hard rocking country tinge song and and you know i when i was a little kid and i heard you know i heard started hearing the term term hard rock and then someone explained to me what it was i was like well that's burning love by elvis they're like, no, Elvis isn't hard rock. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe not everything he does is, but that song is. Oh, no, it's not. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because it's everything you say, what hard rock is, that song has it. Oh, you're stupid. You know, it's like, you know, you're going to call a three-year-old stupid. You know, that's that's me. No, I don't, I don't even know if that song was out when I was three. But anyway, I always thought that Burning Love was a, was a hard rock song. And, um, uh, Travis Trent definitely makes it one. Okay, and it, it's it's a you know I I, I have sent I have vote been the vocalist. I'm going to say I sing. Uh, I have been the vocalist in a thrash heavy metal band. Okay, and I've done uh, sets of Elvis songs dressed as Elvis. Okay, in fact I did two two full sets <laughs> in full dress and everything. And um, Burning Love is, you know, I can I can put the same kind of energy into that that I would put into singing, you know, some of our thrash songs. Okay, so so just just take my word as an expert. Okay, I'm an international recording artist. Thank you very much. Um, with a cold, uh, and then. Number three, Are You Lonesome Tonight, Brian Ferry. That was one of the big standouts at the time because it was so different. You know, Brian Brian Ferry is, um, uh, I think Roxy Music was the name of his band back in the day. It wasn't too into that, but it was, uh, it's, a, it's a different song. And it's really cool. It's really chill, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's it's upbeat too. It's just, you know, you got to, I can't really explain it to you. It's kind of like the our number two uh, song on the on the countdown, it has this kind of mechanical thing going that's really kind of you know it gets you into it. Okay, it catches your your uh, your ear, and I'm gonna um, that's what I'm gonna say about the number two, Suspicious Minds. That was a that was the first big standout for me on this record, uh, Suspicious Mind by Dwight Yoakam. Okay, and Dwight. Dwight was one of those country artists that even when I hated country, I still liked Dwight. Okay, he was still, he was very cool. He he was uh, he was 
punctry. He was kind of country punk, but not like not in any kind of gimmicky way either. He just he just had that ethos. He just had that that punk. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it myself if I have to kind of attitude. And uh, he played, you know, he played a lot of L.A. clubs that, that weren't, you know, very friendly to country music. And he went in there and, and made them like it, <laughs> okay? And so uh, so that is where we land on number two. So here's our number one for Honeymoon in Vegas. Can't Help Fall in Love by Bono and the Edge, okay? And I think, you know, I, I explained on the last episode, well, not last episode, a couple episodes ago when Can't Help Fall in Love Elvis version was on the regular song battle list. Um, I explained that uh, we used the musical arrangement from Bono and the Edge's version on this album, uh, where I sang the song to my wife after right after we got married during the you know reception. We had like three bands at the reception. We had this this couple that did folk songs, and then we did uh, the the couple that I'm going to play at the end of the show, Eric and Andrea Powell, um, they played some uh, synth pop for us. And then, uh, and then my brother and my buddy, Mike, and this guy, Brian Mina, who's famous for his effects pedals and Dave Coe, uh, you know, all these guys, they, 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 uh, the early iteration, I believe of Rosetta's tone that, that did sign child that you just heard, but, uh, they backed me up and I sang, but I sang it more, kind of straightforward, not like Elvis, because I can't sing like Elvis, but more, you know, like that kind of arrangement. I didn't do the falsettos and all, because Bono does these, like, really cool um, step-ups and falsetto, and and uh, it, it really works with that. The drums are very reminiscent of another version of this song by a band called Lick the Tens. I mentioned them. Uh, they, did, they did a version of this song for a movie called Some Kind of Wonderful. And uh, they used that. I remember them using that in the promos, and it, you know, it made me want to watch the movie. You know, uh, and so uh, I and I probably seen that movie, you know, a dozen times. It's a good movie. All right, so that's our uh, that's our countdown. Those are the song, the the you know the top six from uh, Honeymoon in Vegas, and we are going to take a break, and we're going to play Love Bite by Snow Child. Fantastic awesome progressive song and we'll be back with our countdown for soundtrack to wayne's world here's snow child with love bite
again that was love bite by snow child excellent movie fantastico for our listeners in Me- well we don't have any listeners in mexico so we're gonna have to do something about that we have to get some uh lupio rivera on here all right let's do the wayne's world countdown all right so again this is 1992 so uh same time period but different types of songs um Number 13, my bottom one, was Rock Candy by Bullet Boys. That's a remake of a Montrose song, which I like the original Montrose song. It's kind of like, I think that's probably their most uh, well-known song. Uh, Steve, uh, uh, Sammy Hagar on vocals. Uh, this one's by the Bullet Boys, and to me it's just really generic, uh, kind of wannabe hair metal. I, I never was a big fan of the Bullet Boys and not a big fan of that song. Uh, Hot and Bothered by Cinderella comes in 12. I do like some Cinderella stuff. I wasn't a big fan of this one. Again, it's just kind of generic. Doesn't doesn't do anything for me. It's kind of like a deep cut off an autograph record. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Ride With Yourself, Rhino Bucket, number 11. Same exact thing. It's just just cookie cutter hard rock. That's all it is. Um, 
Number 10, you got the Wayne's World theme, which I do kind of enjoy. I don't think I would like listening to it very often, so uh, that's why I didn't score higher. But, you know, it uh, they're having fun, you know, with the, uh, saying their their lines or whatever, their, their movie lines. and you know, Like I said, probably not something you'd want to hear more than once or twice. Uh, number nine, some people are going to disagree with me on this one, but Foxy Lady, Jimi Hendrix Experience, uh, probably a lot of you would put that much higher. I never was a big fan of that song. It's a great scene, okay, where where uh, Garth is, uh, you know, kind of fantasizing about having the communist to talk to <laughs> this beautiful woman at the donut shop. Um, but, uh, you know, as, that being said, it's not one of my favorite songs. Uh, Time Machine by Black Sabbath, good song. Uh, not a not a well known Black Sabbath song, but it's still good. Some Johnny uh, Ronnie James Dio uh, era Black Sabbath. Uh, Feed My Frankenstein, Alice Cooper comes in number seven, and that one was on the list, and we kicked it off. I forget what kicked it off, but <laughs> uh, that did get on the original list, uh, but it didn't make it. But that there's a you know kind of neat story behind i don't know how neat it is but it's there's a story behind that being on there because uh wayne uh, wayne uh uh mike myers went to alice cooper i think i guess he and alice cooper had the same agent uh, I, I don't know how he got in with his agent but uh his agent's basically this legend uh, i forget his name sid or Cy, something hirsch Hirschstein or anyway he uh you know he went to see him and and uh he's like you know we'd like to use an Alice Cooper song and we'd like Alice to be in the movie and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, he said, how about something from the new album? You know, and, and Alice was just coming out with a new album. So they used Feed My Frankenstein. That's the song you see in the movie when they go to the concert. Okay. All right. That's the first half. We are going to come back with the last half, the top six from Wayne's World. And we are going to uh, play Cynthia by Reckless Ways. My boy, Minnie Mendez, take it away. I was on the outside by a desperate kiss. Stranded not too far away. Curious by the memory bliss. Head right eye girl, you know your cause in such a scene. My midnight angel face My sweet a queen And if I'm crushed by it all I'm really not to blame I cross the line for Cynthia Should I climb your roof to see 
I could listen to that song a million times, not get tired of it. All right, again, once again, that was Cynthia by Reckless Ways, my boy Minnie Mendez. All right, number six on the Wayne's World uh, soundtrack, Sick Amikankio. Sick Amikankio. It's a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, and I'm not a big Red Hot Chili Peppers guy. Uh, it's spelled as Sick Amikankio. I don't know. It's probably something uh, obscene, so I'm not going to try too hard to pronounce it. Uh, but it's a good song. It's a... Uh, you know, uh, I, I like I said, I'm not a big fan of the Chili Peppers. I do appreciate the Chili Peppers, okay? Uh, obviously, Flea is one of the great bass players of all time. He's a very ch- talented, if not weird, person. Um, Chad, I think his name's Chad Smith. He's the drummer and also stunt double for Will Ferrell. Uh, great drummer and... Um, you know, they've had, I guess, a couple of decent guitar players here and there. I never uh, noticed them much for their guitar, but uh, but it's a good song. It's, you know, it's it's the Chili Peppers. It's, you know, uh, Anthony Kiedis doing his Anthony Kiedis thing and getting whatever he can out of that voice of his. And uh, so, you know, it ranks pretty high on the list for me. Uh, Eric Clapton comes in at number five with Love and Your Lovin'. It's not the greatest Eric Clapton song. It's kind of really a mid, mid-range mid Eric Clapton song. But, you know, Eric Clapton's going to give you, you know, good vocals and great guitar, you know, and whatever he does. And it is a, it is kind of a fun song. I'll give it that. All right, number four. Now we start to get into the big ones. Uh, Dreamweaver, Gary Wright. All right, I do, I do like that song. And I, uh, it, it, it. It could possibly get on the list at some point, the main list, um, but I don't know. I, I I really like the the opening to the song. I know most people, you know, you think of the um, the chorus, but I like that. I like what he does at the beginning. That's pretty interesting. Uh, and then uh, I was surprised at how much I liked this one. That number three was Tia Carrera doing. You know, she's the um, She's the love interest in Wayne's World. Uh, what's her name? It's Cassandra. And uh, she sings, you know, uh, these songs. Why You Want to Break My Heart, which was originally uh, by a fellow named Dwight Twilly, whose name I just, you know, just popped up. Uh, maybe you've heard of him, but I don't remember ever hearing of Dwight Twilly. I'm going to check him out some more. But he did some background vocals on something I was talking about the other day. Um, I don't have my show notes from past episodes in front of me, but uh, his name's come up a couple of times in the last few days. So, uh, and that's a good song. That's a really, uh, really hook laden, catchy pop song. You know, it's not. It, it's kind of a mid uh, tempo song, so it's not, you know, uh, party, hearty kind of thing. Uh, it's not a ballad really either, uh, but it. I like it. I can, you know, uh, it's a good driving song. And then she is coming in at number two as well with her version of Ballroom Blitz, which was originally by a band called The Sweet, which, uh, you know, they were one of those uh, glam trash rock bands of the early 70s. And they had a ton of hits. I mean, if you, if Ballroom Blitz, you remember that one, um, they had a bunch, okay? Uh, my favorite was Little Willie. I got to get that on my list. I, for, I keep forgetting to put that on there. Uh, Sweet is on my uh, 
they are on my uh, challengers poll list. Uh, but I'm going to get Little Willie on there because I used to, I, when I was a young tot, I couldn't have been more than two years old. I used to crank that song on my little record player and run up and down the hall and my mom would chase me and, you know, because uh, of what it says in the song, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, they had a, yeah, they had quite a few and uh, people would cover them and stuff. But Ball- Ballroom Bliss is probably by far their most well-known. But she does a great version of it. I think her, her voice really works for it, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, and then on number one, I mean, this one's this one's kind of a no-brainer. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. That's their, uh, that's the song that the the movie is known for, and the scene where they you know bang their head and all that stuff. Uh, probably everybody's probably tired of that by now, but it was pretty cool at the time and uh, gave that song definitely gave it a second life. All right, so we are going to, uh, let's see, what's my, okay, we only have one song left to play. All right, so that means I'm going to go ahead and do the head-to-head here. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Honeymoon in Vegas the win 8-5 to because I went through and I, I took each song. So, for instance, Heartbreak Hotel versus Rock Candy. I'm going to go with Heartbreak Hotel. All Shook Up versus Hot and Bothered. All Shook Up, That's All Right versus Ride With Yourself. That's All Right. But then, big comeback, kind of like Tennessee is doing right now versus Mississippi State, which is pissing me off. Um, Wayne's World theme beats Hound Dog. Sorry, Hound Dog. Foxy Lady beats Jailhouse Rock. Time Machine beats Blue Hawaii. Uh, Feed My Frankenstein beats, uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. Free My Frankenstein was seven, and Free My Frankenstein beats Blue Hawaii. Yeah, okay. And then uh, Wear My Ring Around Your Neck beats the unpronounceable Red Hot Chili Pepper song. You're the Devil in Disguise beats Loving Your Loving. And Burning Love beats the crap out of Dreamweaver. I'm sorry, Gary Wright, but uh, that's just a great, <laughs> great version of Burning Love. Uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight? I uh, see. Why You Want to Break My Heart beats Are You Lonesome Tonight, okay? Which surprised me. I was like, uh, you know, gave it my test. Which one would I want to hear right now? And I'm like, I want to hear Why You Want to Break My Heart, you know? That might change later. And then, but, uh, it, Honeymoon in Vegas finishes strong. Suspicious Minds by Dwight Yoakam beats Tia Carrera. And on this list, on this particular battle, I'm going to have Can't Help Fall in Love beating Bohemian Rhapsody simply because, uh, you know, that's that's my wedding song, okay? Got to put my wedding song at number one. Okie dokie. So that is going to do it for the first ever song spin and soundtrack battle tomorrow. We will be back with a brand new song battle episode. Remember our... Our challengers poll, we've got Steve Miller band, The Joker, going up against Pat Benatar with Heartbreaker and Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Mississippi State really needs to hear that song right now. Okay, guys. And then our song battle for tomorrow is going to be A Hard Road by Black Sabbath. It's All Over Now by the Rolling Stones. Center of Eternity, Ozzy Osbourne, Until the End of the World, U2, and Magnolia by Tom Petty. All right, we are going to go out with... Uh, some synth pop okay my boy eric uh c powell and his wife andrea old friends of mine from back in the day okay they got married i can't remember if they got married before i think they got married before we did my wife and i but we all kind of got married there kind of 
same time, had started having kids right around the same time. Um, you know, we go way back. We go, you know, we, we worked at church together. We, uh, you know, we, we did worship together, uh, countless dinners and lunches after church and, uh, just hanging out, you know, all, I, I went up to, to Fresno with them one time to help them with their equipment. Uh, got to see Kenny G doing his sound check. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, good friends of mine. They, they live very far away now, unfortunately. Otherwise I'd be bugging them all the time. Hey, play some keyboards for me, man. Uh, but they're, you know, they're awesome synth pop people. Okay. That's their thing. They're super into it. Uh, go on their, uh, their YouTube channel. Uh, Eric C. Powell, go look, look that up on YouTube. Uh, and then he's also on Spotify. So you can, you can go on there and follow him, which I did today, by the way. Uh, Forgot I forgot I hadn't done that. See, you forget sometimes. Okay, it's fine. But uh, this is a a really cool. I, I chose. He's got like I don't know half a dozen mixes of this song uh, called "It's No Wonder," and I picked the Cyber Drive or oh, Cyborg Drive mix version of it. I think this is really really poppy and up. Well, it's synth pop, so it's gonna be poppy. All right, everybody, y'all have a good one. My mind is clean, and here comes It's No Wonder by Eric C. Powell and Andrea Powell.